for the gospel. I'm just going to assign you the homework if you want to look at The Chosen Season 2, Episode 6. They did a good job of just portraying that episode, that moment of the apostles picking the grain and the Pharisees getting so upset about how, how dare they. And kind of that, that temptation for all of us to follow rules outside of context, to put certain things, lesser things over greater things. And even in our own living and spiritual life, sometimes like the fasting and the other things can kind of consume our hearts and we lose, like when you give up coffee and it makes you angry all day during Lent, it's like, don't do that. Um, anyway, but I was actually focused briefly on the letters to the Hebrews, which is very profound. Again, I think a few days ago we mentioned like this, this early, early commentary by some Christian following Jesus Christ, some New Testament author, daring to interpret the Jewish scriptures now very profoundly in the light of Jesus Christ. And a whole new level of, of like meaning was unveiled from the Old Testament in the light of Jesus Christ. But this is one little paragraph and um, this is image of, this we have as an anchor of the soul, an anchor of hope, sure and firm, which reaches into the interior behind the veil where Jesus has entered on our behalf as a forerunner, becoming high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. Now, Melchizedek is that Old Testament figure of a strange figure of a priest of God who used bread and wine to offer the sacrifice. That was kind of strange. Um, but just that, that image of, of um, we hold on to the covenant, not just with mind and, and empty hope and wishful thinking. We hope it's true. God's promises, we hope they're true. But the fact that we, we, we also, our faith also touches something. And I'm tapping into the, the sacraments, the idea that like why we come to the, the Eucharist and what is the Eucharist, that it's tapping into something behind the veil, beyond the realm, even of, of this life, into the heavenly sanctuary. You walk into this sanctuary with the stairs and the candles, but you're tapping into something else and you are reaching behind the veil, into the interior where Jesus is, has entered on our behalf. And the priest wears the robes, he's kind of clothing himself in Christ. You're not supposed to really see Steve Dardis. You're supposed to see through him Christ himself who is offering the sacrifice, who is renewing this covenant. That is that pledge that is, is real for us. It's not just a, a hopeful idea that we remember Jesus' words, but sacramentally it's made present. It's not just a, a repeated sacrifice, it's a represented sacrifice. The same one echoing through the Mass, and we tap into that eternal, ongoing sacrificial offering made present through the Eucharist. That's why in the Eucharistic prayer number three, which maybe we'll read today, it says this holy and living sacrifice, ongoing, eternal. It's not just an empty, dead memory. It's alive and still being made present today. So our hope in Jesus Christ, our hope in His promises, our hope in the covenant that was sworn to us and so many things that God has made manifest to us, we don't just fill our minds with them, which is good, the Word of God and Scriptures that we read and we fill our mind with it. We fill our heart with it, we touch it, and through the sacrament, through feeding ourselves on the Eucharist, the covenant is renewed and we're literally tapping into something beyond the veil of death, into the eternal realm where Christ is still offering that sacrifice, still perennially renewing that covenant with us. We want to be renewed when we leave here. We want to live bringing our, our, our worldly needs and hopes and discouragements and struggles 
into the sanctuary of heaven, but also leave with the bigger picture renewed in our hearts. These things at the end of the day don't necessarily matter outside the, the petty stuff of the world because I've been renewed in the eternal hope of heaven. We ask the Holy Spirit to really make it new in our hearts, to make it fresh in our hearts. We listen and watch the apostles. It just gave them such joy of life. Even though they were being martyred, they lived with such joy of life because their covenant was not some distant memory, but was made new every day as they tapped into Jesus himself, offering that gift for all eternity. Hard to understand, but we ask our Blessed Mother to intercede for us to live with the joy of a covenant, a promise that God swore not by, like, here's a promise on, on a $5 wager. It's like, I wager my son. I wager myself. I have no higher thing to guarantee this by. May our hope in him be real and be manifest in how we live. Amen? Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, pray for us.